Welcome to the LifeGate Podcast. Our vision is changing lives in a changing culture with the unchanging truth. Our prayer is that these weekly messages will inspire you to life change through the principles found in God's Word. For more information, visit us online at LifeGateBurleson.com. I'm having fun with the At The Movie series, man. I'm having so much fun teaching these messages to you every single week. It's hard to believe we are already in week four of At The Movies. We only got one more week next week. And we're just, here's what we're doing is we're just taking some of our favorite movies and we're just learning truths about God, about his word, principles for our lives. And the reason we're doing this is because this is kind of how Jesus would teach is that he would often use parables and stories and things that people could relate to in their culture to teach them truths about our Father who is up in heaven. And so in this series, we're just taking some modern day parables, the movies from Hollywood and movies that we love that maybe some of you would uh, know and relate to. And we're just learning just powerful, powerful truths. And then having a little bit of fun, eating a little popcorn, a little candy, having some pictures with some of the characters out there, giving away some fun stuff. And man, I'm just having a blast doing this. And today, Obviously, we are talking about really one of my favorite movies over the last few years. We've watched it many times together uh, as a family. It's a little movie called We Bought a Zoo. So let me just do a little survey here today. Help me out. How many of you seen We Bought a Zoo? Come on, raise your hand if you have seen it. That, that's a few of you. Now, not as many probably have seen it as saw the movie last week because last week was just a big, giant Hollywood blockbuster, biggest movie of all time. And yet, how many know not every movie can be a giant blockbuster, right? Like there are some that are just kind of the little small kind of family movies. And yet, man, I love this this movie. We bought a zoo. In fact, some of you are going to want to go home and watch it with your family after this. And we thought, hey, if we're going to do a movie called We Bought a Zoo, we just need to have a little little bit of fun with this. And so we thought uh, maybe we'll give away uh, some tickets to the Fort Worth Zoo. How many would like to have some tickets for your family to the Fort Worth Zoo? So we're going to give those away right now. They are underneath a seat in this auditorium. So everybody look underneath your seat. Come on. Everybody looking under your seat and find those movie or find those, not movie tickets, the zoo tickets. Anybody find them? Anybody find them? All right. Yeah. Come on. Give it up. Give it up. Love that. Tickets for four. Take your family to the Fort Worth Zoo and that's always fun this time of year as we start to get into spring to go to the zoo and weather warms up. Just don't go on spring break. I'm just telling you, it is a, it is a real zoo there with all the people on spring break at the Fort Worth Zoo. And how many know, like, it's one thing to take your family to the zoo. It's a whole nother thing to own a zoo. Come on, you know what I'm saying? And some of you are like, hey, my family is a zoo. And that's a whole nother sermon for a whole nother day and a whole nother time. But it's in this movie, let me just kind of set it up for you. It's a movie that was based upon actually a true story about a guy named Benjamin Mee. And Benjamin had experienced some tragedy in their family because uh, Benjamin's wife had uh, passed away. And it was a really difficult thing as they're just trying to grieve the loss of, she's, he's trying to grieve the loss of his wife. And then he's got two little kids who are grieving the loss of their mother. And it's just causing all kinds of problems and complications in this 
his family to the point where Benjamin says, man, we just got to get out of here. We got to do something different. And so he thought maybe if we could get our family away from the city and away from the house where we have all of these memories that maybe if we just moved out to the, out into the country, maybe experience a little bit of adventure that it might help us to be able to kind of process the grief and the loss. And so you saw it in the clip, they decided, hey, we're going to look for a place to live and look for place after place after place until they, they found the place that Benjamin thought this is the perfect place for our family until they discovered uh, there was some strings attached. There were some animals. It was a zoo, like literally it was a zoo. And man, Benjamin is faced with a choice because he's like, man, I don't know anything about zoos, don't know anything about animals. And he has to decide, like, are we just going to go move on to the next house or are we going to take a step of faith? And so because really this is kind of the way Benjamin was made up, this is the kind of guy that he was, he decided we're going to step out there and take a little bit of a risk. In fact, the reason he did that is because he had a motto that he lived his life by, watch this. I love that. A father telling his son this incredible line. Sometimes all you need is 20 seconds of insane courage. You know, as I stand here today, I feel like, I feel like a dad just saying to, to all of you, saying, hey, sometimes in life, all you need is just 20 seconds of faith of insane bravery to be able to step out and say, I want to do, I want to live the way God has called me to live. And I love that line because I think it represents what it means to be a follower of Jesus Christ. In fact, Paul said it like this in Romans. He says, those who are right with God, here's how they live. They live by faith. 
That being a follower of Christ, it means that, hey, sometimes you have to have the courage to step out. That sometimes you take some bold steps. That sometimes you do some things that, that seem crazy to everyone else. But as a person who is a, a follower of Jesus, as a person who is, who is right with God, here's what's going to mark my life. That I'm going to be a person that, man, I may not always have faith, but if I could just have 20 seconds of insane courageous faith to be able to step out and trust God in areas of my life. I might just experience God come through in my life in greater ways than I ever even expected. And that's what it means to follow God. It means to be a person who walks by faith. It means to be a person who has courage to take the bold Steps. In fact, as you study through the Word of God, you're going to see over and over and over that the people that we find in the Word of God are people of faith, people who live by faith, people who are willing to take those, those insane, courageous steps to follow God. In fact, there's one chapter in the Bible in Hebrews chapter 11 that is actually known as being the Hall of Fame of Faith. And in that, in that one chapter, you just see over and over people who they're known for their faith, people like Abraham. Abraham and people like Moses and uh, people like, like Joshua and, and Joseph and, and all kinds of people who, men and women who decided that they were going to live their life not in fear, that they were going to live their life not being afraid to take the risk, but they were going to live their life in such a way that they would step out in bold courage and they would live by faith. And right there in the middle of that passage in Hebrews chapter 11, there's a story of a guy who I just can't help but think about when I think about a movie called We Bought a Zoo. I think about another guy in the Bible, a guy named, you know where you guys know where I'm going. I see the smiles on your face. A guy named Noah, right? I mean, you think about Noah. I mean, Noah, you know, the story of his life would not be, you know, we bought a zoo. It would be we built a zoo. Come on, right? You see what I did there. That was good. Y'all got to help me out a little bit. I work hard on this stuff, all right, whether you believe it or not. And here's Noah. I mean, you think about his life. In fact, look what the scripture has to say about it in Hebrews chapter 11 and verse number seven. It says, by faith, Noah, when warned about things not yet seen in holy fear, did what? He built an ark to save his family. And when I think about Noah and I think about the story of Benjamin and we bought a zoo and I think, man, aren't these stories parallel to one another? It's not just about the animals, but here's, here's Noah who hears from God and Noah builds an ark and it says right there to save his family. And here's Benjamin who says, hey, I want to take a step of courage, a step of faith to, to save my family. And it's amazing what can happen. Like, like even just a little bit of faith, the difference that it can make. In fact, that's our key thought for today, that even just, even just a little bit of faith, even just a small seed of faith can actually make a great deal of difference in your life. Just 20 seconds of insane courage. Just, Jesus said it like this, just a mustard seed size of faith can, can actually move a mountain that, that just like Noah did when, when we hear from God and just say, God, whatever you want me to do, I don't even know what it's going to look like, even if it means something crazy like building an ark and putting animals on the ark, just, just stepping out in that, that 20 seconds of insane courage, that just that little bit of faith that can make all the difference. 
today what I want to do is I want us to just parallel these two stories, the story of Benjamin and his family and we bought a zoo and the story of Noah in the Bible, we, bought, we built a zoo. And, and I want to just kind of see a couple, of, a couple of key principles, I think, about being a person who makes a difference and a person who lives by faith. If you're taking notes, you can write this first thought down. And that is this, if you're going to be someone who makes a difference, then you have to have the courage. You, you can't be afraid to stand out. Everybody say stand out. How many know when you live by faith, guess what? You're going to stand out from everybody else. And there are going to be people that are going to be like, man, what in the world are you doing? In fact, this is exactly what happens with Benjamin in the movie. I mean, just imagine for him. I mean, he buys this place and it's got like real animals. It's got lions and tigers and all kinds of like all this stuff. And can you imagine what his family thought when he told them, uh, we bought a zoo. Can you imagine what his friends thought? They must have thought this dude has gone crazy. In fact, that's exactly what his brother thought. Watch this. That just, that just makes me laugh. Because isn't that how it is sometimes when we live by faith? People don't understand. People go, you're crazy. Like, you're going to end up living on my couch. You know what I mean? You're gonna, it's going to cost you everything. See, here's the deal. If you're going to make a difference, you have to be willing to be different. And here's the deal. When you decide to be different, you might just be misunderstood. There might be people who don't get it and people who don't understand. Like you're going to stand out in the crowd when you decide to be a person who lives by faith. I mean, think about Noah for just a minute. Imagine what people thought when Noah starts to go to work on the ark. I mean, people walking by, what are you doing, Noah? Well, I'm building an ark. Well, what's an ark? Well, an ark is a big boat. Well, what's a boat? Well, a boat is something we're going to get inside when a flood comes. Well, what's a flood? See, they had never even seen a flood or rain. He goes, well, it's going to rain. They're like, what in the world is rain? Can you imagine what people must have thought as Noah was stepping out in faith to obey the Lord? And here's the deal. When you live by faith, when you decide to step up and say, hey, I'm not just going to go to church on Sundays, but this is going to be how I live. I'm going to hear from God and I'm going to obey him. I'm going to make a difference with my life. In order to make a difference, you're going to have to stand out and be different. And people aren't going to get it. You're going you're gonna to live your life differently. The way you talk is going to be different. The way you spend your time is going to be different. The way you spend your money is going to be different. Your priorities of your life are going to be different. The people you hang around with when you live by faith, it's going to be different. And people aren't going to get it. Your own friends and family are going to be like, 
What's the matter with you? Like, why are you spending all your time up there at that church? Like, it used to be we did stuff on the weekend, but now you're at church every weekend. What's the deal? Why are you, you what? You're giving 10% of your income to that church? Like, money is tight. Why in the world would you do that? You're doing, you're doing what? You're going on a missions trip during spring break instead of coming down to South Padre with me? Come on, what's the matter with you? You're going to go into ministry? You're going to be a pastor? You're going to be a leader? You're going to plant a church? Where? In Burleson? That's what we heard. Like, why would you do that? You already have a church. Why would you go to Burleson to plant a church? They already have a church on every corner. Why would you do that? And here's the deal. When we decide to live by faith, here's what has to happen. We have to have courage to be able to step out of what others think. That, hey, others may not understand. Others may not get it. But I'm not doing it for them. I'm willing to be different. I'm willing to step out and live differently than everyone else because I'm not trying to please my family or my my friends or, hey, I'm not being rude to them, but I'm just saying, hey, they're not the one I'm trying to please. I'm living my life for an audience of one. And when you decide to live with that, with that insane courage, to live with bold faith, to make a difference with your life, it requires that you would be someone who is not afraid to stand out in the crowd. In order to make a difference, you can't be afraid to stand out. Number two, write this one down. In order to make a difference, you can't be afraid to work hard. Everybody say work hard. You can't be afraid to work hard. Here's the deal. Making a difference, living by faith. Boy, it sounds glamorous, doesn't it? Like whenever I get up here and talk about how awesome it is to follow God and live by faith, boy, it, it just sounds glamorous until it's you that's doing it. <laughs> It's always more glamorous when it's somebody else because who wouldn't want to be someone whose name was in the hall of fame of faith? Who wouldn't want to be someone who is known for making a difference with their life? And it looks, it looks really exciting and it looks really glamorous until you get into the middle of it. And here's what you discover, that making a difference, guess what, guys, is hard work. Living by faith, man, it ain't easy. It's difficult. There are times you got to roll up your sleeves. Sometimes you got to get a little dirty, a little stinky. I mean, you watch a movie like We Bought a Zoo, and it sounds like, oh, man, that's so cool. They bought a zoo, and look at their family. But, but we don't realize, like, when you buy a zoo, it comes with some stuff, some animals, and some cages. And you got to fix the cages, and you got to keep the animals healthy, and you got to feed the animals. And then when you feed the animals, they do stuff with what you fed them. Come on, you know what I'm saying? And you got to clean that stuff up. Come on. It's work. I imagine that's how Noah must have felt when God called them to build an ark. I mean, just think about this. Like, here God says, I want you to build an ark. I want you to build a boat that's big enough that you can put your whole family in it and two of every animal in the world that you can put. How many know that's a big boat? And he didn't live in a time where you've got, you know, big cranes and big heavy machinery. There was no forklift. There was no power drill. There was no table saw. There was no Home Depot where you could go down and get supplies, right? I mean, he just had to roll up his sleeves and begin to go to work. And that's what it looks like to follow God, guys. I think sometimes we have in our mind that living by faith and following Jesus is going to be the easy road. It's, going to, it's not going to be any hardship or any difficulty. But the truth is, like, the more you follow God, in fact, Jesus said it like this. He said, if you want to follow me, here's what you have to do. You have to take up your cross and follow me. Like the closer you follow him, the more difficulty you will endure along the way, the harder work that it will be. 
I know some people look up here and they go, well, pastor, that's easy for you to say because you're a pastor and you, man, all you do is just get up on Sundays and talk for like 30 minutes and, you know, you got, you do it twice on Sunday and then all the whole rest of the week, I mean, you play golf and watch TV and lay in bed and eat fried chicken or whatever you think pastors do on during the week. And you don't realize like it hadn't always been like it is even right now. I get up and get to talk to 600 people on a Sunday and that's really cool, but it hadn't always been that way. There was a lot of work that went into it. I, I'm just thinking like the early days of the church, Amber and I painted the entire church by ourselves. There's, there's not a toilet in this church that I have not personally cleaned. Thank you very much. <laughs> it's hard. It's work. And even now, like as the church has grown, and man, we're so thankful and, and so blessed for that. But man, you know what? It's hard. Sometimes it's hard uh, getting y'all saved. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you guys are... You guys are a tough crowd. <laughs> and even getting up here and talking, I know I try to make it look easy, but you know what? I spend hours preparing to be able to come up here and talk and make it something that you can engage with and that it, that it seems easy, like doing the work. God, it's tough. It's hard. And if you're going to live by faith, then guess what? You can't be afraid to roll up your sleeves and go to work. And here's the deal is that it doesn't just affect you. Like when you decide, like, like dad's here today or mom's here today, when you decide, hey, I'm going to serve the Lord and do what God has called me to do, guess what's going to also happen? It's going to affect your family. And they're going to be, they're going to have some hard work that they've got to do as well. I mean, notice the movie was not called I Bought a Zoo. <laughs> it's called We Bought a Zoo. That, they, that, that all the whole family had to get together. They had to roll up their sleeves. They had to clean the animals' cages. They had to do their parts. And guess what, man, when God gives us a vision as a church, when God gives me a vision as a church, as a pastor to lead you and we take steps of faith, it doesn't just affect me, it affects y'all. And I'm, I'm so thankful over the last 14 years for people who I have watched as you have said, man, I'm gonna get in there and get down and dirty. I'm rolling up my sleeves. I'm sacrificing, I'm giving, I'm going to work so that the work of God can be done. See, to... to be a person of God. Here's what we do. The righteous, the right people with God, they live by faith. And if we're going to live by faith, if we're going to make a difference, then we can't be afraid. Can't be afraid to do the hard work that that means doing. If you're going to make a difference, man, you can't be afraid. Can't be afraid to stand out. You can't be afraid to work hard. But then notice this third thought today is that if you're going to make a difference, you can't be afraid to stay the course. Everybody say stay the course. Here's the deal. If you're really going to make a difference, there are going to be times when you feel like quitting. In fact, that's what happened in the movie. Benjamin had no idea how difficult it would be to run a zoo. He had no idea how much it would cost, how long it would take to get the zoo ready and to pass all the inspections. He, he didn't know that it was going to cost him all of the money that he had and that it was going to cost him even the savings that his wife had left behind when she died. And he came to a moment where he had a decision like, am I going to keep investing in this thing or am I going to turn? Am I, am I going to quit? And he had to decide. Man, if, if I might have 20 seconds of insane courage, it's going to mean a lifetime of continuing to move forward even when I don't feel like it. And man, I think about it. You know, you parallel his story with Noah, and Noah had the same, he had the same opportunity. I mean, he had no idea how long it was going to take to build that ark. He had no idea what he was signing up for, how much it would cost. 
But man, you study the story, and here's what you find out. You find out that from the time that Noah began to build the ark to the time that it actually began to rain, it was a hundred years. Can you imagine? Noah going, man, I didn't sign up for this. And then after he builds on it for a hundred years, it starts raining, and it rains for 40 days and 40 nights. And then they get into the boat, and once he gets into the boat, they are in the boat for a total of 386 days. Can you imagine? Here I am in the boat. I've already spent 100 years of my life building this thing. It's already rained for 40 days and 40 nights. I get depressed after it rains two days. How many know what I'm saying? And now I'm in this boat with these stinky, dirty animals, and that's just my family. Come on, you know what I'm saying? I'm just joking around. And I'm in here for over a year. This is not what I signed up for. He had every opportunity to say, peace out. I'm out of here. But you know what? Noah didn't jump ship. Noah continued to do what God had called him to do to the very end. And let me just tell you something here today. One of the most difficult choices that every single one of us face, those who decide that we're going to live by faith, faith is the choice to decide when it gets difficult, will I give up or will I keep going? Some of you are here today, and that's what you're facing. Am I going to hang on to the promise that God has given me, or am I going to quit? Oh, when I started following him, I didn't know it was going to be this hard. Oh, when we got married, I didn't know it was going to be this hard. Am I going to give up on the marriage, or are we going to, are we going to stick it out and keep believing and keep moving forward? Oh, man, when we decided to foster those kids, I just knew God had called us to do that. But, boy, I didn't know it was going to be this hard or that it was going to cost this much or it was going to take this long when we decided to adopt a kid that that the process was going to be so painful when we decided to get involved in the ministry or go back to school or whatever it might be that God has put on your heart and you took the steps of faith. You had the 20 seconds of insane courage and you stepped out and you thought, oh, it's going to happen immediately, but then it didn't happen as quickly as you thought it was going to happen and you are faced with the choice today, will I have the courage not just to step out, but will I have the courage to stay even when it's hard. That's what Benjamin had to decide. He had spent all his money. He had done all that he could. They prepared the zoo for opening day. And then the night before opening day, they had a flood, a storm, and it just looked like it was never going to happen. But Benjamin never quit. Check it out.
I think that's my favorite scene. You know why? Because I can relate. Some of you are here and you can relate. Because you said, man, I took a step of faith. And it doesn't seem like anything's happening. I mean, I can remember when we first planted the church. We moved here and I'm like, man, I took the step of faith. We're open. It's a church. And then nobody's coming. And then you, you begin to move forward and then there's struggles and problems and stuff. And you're like, God, I thought you called us and this is not happening the way that I wanted it to happen. It's not happening in the timing that I wanted it to happen. And that's some of you that are here today. You're like, man, I don't know. I just, I feel like giving up. I feel like, like I've been walking by faith, but it's so hard. I don't know if I can take one more step. But I love that scene because it reminds me of one of my favorite verses of Scripture in all the Bible, Galatians 6, verse 9. This is what it says. Let us not grow weary in doing good for at the what? Everybody say these words. For at the proper time, you will reap a harvest if you don't give up. Here's what Paul is saying. He's saying, hey, there are going to be times when you feel like I took the step of faith. I wasn't afraid to stand out. I wasn't afraid to do the hard work. But, boy, I'm not seeing the results happen around me. I don't know when it's going to happen, and I feel like, I feel like giving up. But Paul goes, hey, even when you feel like giving up, don't get tired. Don't get weary. Don't stop doing what you know that you should be doing because there is a time that is coming at the proper time. Some of you say, well, pastor, when's the proper time? I don't know. I wish I did. I wish I could tell you, oh, it's going to be a week. It's going to be a month. It's going to be, because boy, if you knew it was going to be a month, or even if you knew it was going to be a year, you could hold on a little bit longer. But the thing is, I don't know when the proper time comes. You don't know when the proper time comes. But here's the deal. That's not for us to know. Only he knows. It's only for us to take the step of faith and to walk in faith and to roll up our sleeves and go to work and be willing to be different and be willing to trust that if we do what God has called us to do, that he has given us a promise that if we will not grow weary in doing good, that in the proper time, not my time, not your time, in his time, in his way, he will bring about the results if we just don't give up. And there's somebody, that's what you need to hear today. Don't give up. Don't stop living day after day, putting your faith in him and saying, I'm willing to go all in. 20 seconds of insane courage, even if it means I got to stand out from others around me who aren't willing to do it. Even if it means hard work, even if it means I don't even know when the harvest is coming, I'm going to hold on and trust that in his way and in his time, harvest will come.